Welcome back to Rob Gill's Epic Financial Strategies Podcast. If you like what you're hearing and want to learn how to take action on your financial future, click the link in our bio to speak to us directly. To learn more about how you can achieve financial freedom, subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow Rob Gill all over social media. Financial freedom awaits. All right, folks, well, check it out. We're going to talk today about how to become a master financial planner in 2023. And really what you got to understand is what was 2022 like? 2022 was was in January. We were at all-time highs in the stock market. Um, you know, the Ukraine war began to kind of get underway at that point, December into January into February. And things all of a sudden started to change because not only was there a supply chain crisis, but then there was some more drama coming out of China, which led to higher interest rates, inflation, eventually a recession, which I'm not sure if they've admitted we're in a recession yet, but obviously, you know, I think we all know that we are. And at the end of the day, people's Bitcoin accounts went from 70, 60,000, 50,000, all the way down to 16,000. Uh, we know that Sam Bankman Friedman, the guy with the hair in, in the Bahamas, you know, he became a national um, spotlight since the beginning of November, as we learn more about that crisis. And there's a lot of chaos and confusion going on right now. It's been my experience that if you could learn how to get through the chaos and confusion by having a map, massive action plan, but also an epic financial freedom map, so you know where you're going to go, but not only where you are today, but how to get there, reverse engineer it back. It's important to have these thoughts in the month of December. We're in December 22 right now. New Year is right around the corner. And what does that look like in your mental approach on how to begin to plan going into the new year. And I'm with my partner, Eddie Gardner. How's it going, Rob? How you doing, brother? Awesome. Uh, happy trajectory or thankful Thursday. It's Thursday to here on the East Coast. I don't know when you're going to see this video. But at the end of the day, I mean, Ed, listen, you know, we're coming into 2023. Yeah. And what does it look like? And, and, and what's the first thing? I mean, there's a lot of things, right? But how should people be mentally approaching the holidays into the new year about their business and their money? Well, I think the way you started off this video, giving a great recap of what 2022 was and, and, the overall economy, I think people should be looking at that for their own personal stuff, right? When, when we sit down and write our own goals, we sit down and re re reflect on the business, yep. what happened throughout this year. Because like you talk about being on the map, do people actually understand where they are currently? Yeah, I think that's a struggle. Yeah. I think they, they, some people could be in denial on it. Some people don't want to look at it. And some people are in the right place and they know it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I've seen I've seen all three sides of that. So I think if you're doing any sort of planning, financial or otherwise, you really need to sit down and take a look at where you are on that map. Reflect on what happened over the years, what went right, what didn't go so well for you, and then start to take that corrective action towards getting where you want to be. Yeah, you know, and I think I think one of the biggest things to understand is when we're out of a frenzy like we were just in the last two years where everything seems to be going higher, whether it's the stock market, whether it's crypto or Bitcoin, whether it's the real estate market, it creates a, a sense of not fake confusion, but really false narrative on what the world's going to be like forever. And yeah. when we get into the place we're in right now where, you know, the pain is becoming great for a lot of people financially. I know savings accounts are at all times, all time highs during COVID, which are now, you know, they're getting pretty low and... Uh, credit card debt is beginning to skyrocket as we speak, especially as we get into these holidays. It's creating a lot of emotional pain and turmoil. Yeah. But remember, even if the economy is an economic winter, that doesn't mean you have to be there. 
You know, even yeah. if you work nine to five and your money's running out by the 25th of the month, there's extra work you could do. You could become an entrepreneur. There's other things you could do right. to really be able to generate more money. But the real question is, what are you going to do when you generate more money? Yeah. What does that look like? Yeah. And, and I, that's also going to come down to where they are on that map, right? Finding out what's important to them. You know, housing has been on a run. The stock market's been on a run like we talked about. And what you're saying is that's a false sense of security, but it also creates, I think, that fear of missing out. Yeah. Right. People get into these things because they're afraid they're yep. going to miss an opportunity. And we saw that with with housing. And now there's a, a what I see, at least in the northeast here, a bit of a slowdown in the housing market yeah. as far as, you know, prices dropping, that sort of stuff. So I guess, you know, if people are, are thinking about buying a house, they really got to start to weigh out those different things because the economy is changing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and when we talk about how to become a better financial planner in 2023, we're not talking about the license folks. Right. We're talking about you on how to really strategize your money. Let's say let's say if you want to buy a house, that's one part of the conversation versus if you want to invest in real estate, which is the other side of the conversation. Yep. If you're a real estate investor. Remember, it's always important to understand that that's a 10, 20 year game plan and don't quit your day job. Do not quit your day job. Understand that real estate investing does bring with it the ability to get four different rates of return off of each and every dollar. We could go into that even further on other conversations. But at the end of the day, if in fact you're going to be someone that buys real estate or if you're somebody as an investment or if you're somebody that has a 401k, has an after tax brokerage account, and now you want to do real estate, what does your monthly budgeting look like? We always yeah. say you want to be able to save at least net of any other thing into a 401k, at least 20% on every paycheck to be stored into an account that allows you to use that as leverage for other opportunities that that doesn't require any risk to leverage it other than interest rate risk, but at least the principal is going to be stable. And how does that play into your overall investment strategy? The thing yeah. I will say the most though, don't cash in your 401k just to buy a piece of real estate. <laughs> but and, and there's a lot of factors in the real estate, right? The interest rates have gone crazy. Yes. So that that's another thing to start to really look at. Whether you're an investor or somebody just buying a home, their first home, right? Like how much do you need to put down? That's part of budgeting, yep. right? Getting to that place. How much? What is the payment or the monthly mortgage that you're going to be able to afford as interest rates increase? But you touched on it before, right? The holiday season's upon us. People are going to be buying. And I think as part of budgeting, if you haven't done it already, right, you need to start to look <clears throat> at for the next year yeah. when when these times come, have you stuffed money away in places or is everything going on a credit card? Yeah, because I think at the end of the day, when economic winter comes and this could be the beginning of it, it, it may have some some days where it may not feel like winter, but then it could come back again. I know from a geopolitical standpoint, you know, we have a... Um, you know, between the Democrats and the Republicans, really a gridlock on stuff getting moved down the chain or not. Mm -hmm. So maybe the stock market looks at that as a predictable and maybe it creates a little bit of steadiness that didn't exist before November. I don't know. I'm not an economist. So I like to ask more questions to get better, better information so I can make a better decision. But what I can say is this. If you have your planners on the same page for the benefit of your thinking that's in line with how you view money and they provide education and are constantly updating you and are in your world real time at the click of a button so you could be able to kind of ask good questions, create good strategies, whenever you have money in your liquid and, and things go on sale, meaning uh, stocks go down, you know, and in, in, in almost like down a mountain, they go down pretty fast or real estate's dropping, 
if you're liquid where cash was not king two years ago, cash is king right now yeah. because there's a lot of different things that are on sale, whether it's real estate, whether it's Bitcoin, whether it's you know the S&P or whether it's uh, any other alternative investment that you want to do. But I'll tell you this, the people that run wild in these moments when they come out of this three, four, five years later are the ones that control their own destiny. They finance their own debt. They buy businesses and they multiply their money through leverage, liquidity and control and use other people's money along yeah. the way. Yeah. It's... Um you know, it comes down to if, if we're talking about planning all the things you just touched on, right? It's it's reflecting on on where they are, yep. finding out what worked and what didn't. It's it's budgeting, right? We don't talk about it that much, but that budget and knowing what's coming in and what's going out is so vitally important yep. to the overall narrative on, on what you're doing. And then it's goal setting, right? So no different than setting goals for for fitness or, or family or, or whatever it is, you want to have those financial goals, setting those aside, you know, setting up for them. And then it's the action, taking yeah. action on it. Yeah. So we, we love to talk about if you're going to set a goal, you want to put a deadline on it. Otherwise, it's not going to really happen. So if you have deadlines with outcomes, I was on a call yesterday with with a woman that was on with a, um, a website design team. Um, and some other design team that we work with. And one of the things she did so beautifully is in the beginning of the call, she set the agenda and then she laid out the dates and the checkpoints along the way, including when everything's going to get finalized. Yeah. That level of leadership and outcome, that level of demand of, of, of results, right? You have to do it that way. You don't just have a goal, have a goal with deadlines and outcomes, but be married to the process. Because along the way, things could change. And same thing with your money. I mean, listen, right now, there's a lot of people that are going through some feel, fearful times. And, and when you don't have a game plan, that fear becomes palpable. However, if you have faith where you have organized thoughts and you, you're trusting in a process and you're not trying to keep up with the Joneses and you're right with, from within and you're, you're making good business decisions. And, you know, Brendan Bruchard, phenomenal book, High Performing Habits, not just good habits, the highest six performing habits you start marrying yourself to that stuff. You start surrounding yourself with five people that that not only have what you want and they're integrous and they've been there, done that, and you like them or love them. That's the key to like really kind of building this stuff out. And this all ties into to, you know, how to become a master financial planner. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, you could get money coming in, but if you ain't right mentally, that money's gonna go right back out again. So it's really about I always like to talk about this. Invest. Here's the biggest investment you could do is the real estate between your ears. Because if you did that, and then you be at, began to apply all these different things to all the different opportunities that you're looking for, your world will change positively and dramatically for the better. Yeah. Brendan Bouchard, right? Real estate between your ears. That that was very big. And I know that you've dug deep into that book. Any other ones that people should be looking at as they're trying to become a financial, not become a financial planner, but start to plan out their finances, what other good resources for, for that mindset? Because I think that is the biggest thing. Yeah, listen, an outstanding book was by uh, Tony Robbins, Money Masters of the Game. Um, you know, David Schwartz, The Magic of Thinking Big. I think that's another outstanding book. I think that, you know, it really ties into whatever your limiting beliefs are, whether it's because you may have made a mistake on something in a previous part of your life with an investment or you just have financial ill. You just money scares you because it was handed down to you. <laughs> Or that you were taught so many bad things about money that whenever you get it, you can't wait to give it away. And I don't mean to charities. I think at the end of the day, you got to understand who you are. And these books are good outlines and these books are good strategies. You could apply these books, but if you ain't right within 
And if you really feel like you don't deserve success and think about Ed Milet's one more time or just one more, I forget the name of the title, Ed, I'm sorry yeah. about that. But that book is outstanding. And what he talks about is a thermostat of your finance. In other words, if you feel like you're at 70, you deserve 70 degrees and all of a sudden, you know, you do all, you read Brendan's book and you read this other book and all of a sudden you're at 85 degrees and you're red hot. You may feel on some level you don't deserve it and you'll put yourself in a position to make suboptimal decisions that not only will bring you back to 70, but you may go below, right? So I think at the end of the day, you got to get that correct. While it's not do this first, do this and do this, it's all at the same time. You could read, you can go see a proper therapist, mm -hmm. you could create budgeting game plans. It's not, let me do this first. It's not like, hey, I'm not going to, Danny will say to me all the time when I say, hey, look, why don't we build out this other business? And he goes, all right, once the clients come in, I'll get the other people. No, 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 no. You got to bring the other people first so they can handle all the clients coming in, right? So it's not do this first, then that. It's never this and that. It's really about doing everything at the same time. Yeah. I think uh, one of the last things for, for people, if they're getting clear on what they want, they're doing the, the deep work as far as getting their mind right, that's going to help them in leaps and bounds. One of the things that we could offer to them, Rob, is the ability to use the Epic Wealth Builder. Yeah, right. it's a great tool. Um, in the description box below, if you click the link, get with a team member, they'll set you up. The, the access to the software, I mean, it's incredible. When you wanna start mapping out what you're doing financially, this is a place to aggregate all of that information Absolutely. in one spot. And I mean, the, the level of financial organization that you'll achieve with that is, is you know, second to none. Yeah, really. and just remember folks, if you have any questions, feel free to add questions below. Or if there's any videos you want us to do, we'd love to do it. We'd love to hear what you have to say. And we always wanna thank you for checking us out. And once again, go ahead, click that link below if you wanna sit down with one of the team members. They will answer questions, take you through a success process, no obligation at all. And our job is just to be there as a as as someone that could provide education. And if you want to take it a step further, we could be the one that helps you put a team together. Anyway, thanks for checking us out. We look forward to seeing of you and from you in the future. That's it for today with Rob Gill and the Epic Financial Strategies Podcast. Be sure to hop to iTunes or Spotify to subscribe and tune into all the podcasts. Also, be sure to follow the Rob Gill YouTube channel and Rob Gill social media channels. We'll see you on the next podcast. <laughs>